to you direct from Briz Vegas, Australia. We are four music fans who have agreed to disagree on just about everything in popular music. I'm Lord Ben, Lord of the Lords, your humble host, and a real-life meatloaf fan. I'm joined by my three bats out of hell, Lord Brett, your own Kenny G, and your long-haired lover from Coochie Mudlow, Lord Al, the Enigma. He loves the obscure, but won't deny the heavy metal youth in his closet, and Lord Kev, still keeping up that fake Irish accent, if only to deride anything that ever sold more than five copies. Lords of Loud. And welcome back to the Lords of Loud. Thank you very much for joining us for episode 98 Ooh. of the Lords of Loud. Getting so close. close. Getting so close. 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 Get it, you Should have been cards. 99. 99. <laughs> 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 Got a great show for you tonight. Oh, it's a ripper. One I've been waiting for. For what? For ninety-eight episodes, this basically. Ge- this is the genesis. Oh. This, this, yeah, this is the genesis. This is, uh, the, this is the genesis episode the seed right here that sprung forth. Um, but before we explain that, we have to, of course, do album of the week. And Lord Brett, I believe you've got album of the week this week. That's right. And this time, mm. I put my Lord Ben hat on, and we're going back to the eighties. Okay, life. not meatloaf. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I want to play a song. Uh, uh, from an album called Dead Man's Party, right? Uh-huh. Which is the fifth album by the American New Wave band Oingo Boingo. Oh. Are we with me? With me? <laughs> I was talking about Oingo Boingo just the other day. There you go. This is released there in 1985, go. right in the 80s. Can Pop I it? just put it on the record that I've never talked about Oingo Boingo? There you go. Thank you. <laughs> the, um, the main writer band member, of course, is Danny Elfman. Of course. Yeah. And so when we start to That's look amazing. at... That's amazing. I never knew that he uh, did that. Yeah. yeah. So here's yeah. the thing. You look to you look to Oingo Boingo. At what point did he start thinking about soundtracks? Because mm. he's the soundtrack king. Here's here's this this album, right? Dead Man's Party. Five songs of the nine were used in film soundtracks. Weird Science closes the album out, mm-hmm. which he which he wrote for John Hughes upon John Hughes's mm. uh, uh, request. Just Another Day was featured in a 1985 film that was then. This is now, and it's now heard in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the title track. Uh, appears in a 1986 film called Back to School. Uh, the song No One Lives Forever appears in the 1986's Texel Chainsaw Massacre 2. Highly <laughs> appropriate. And the, appropriate. What else and the 1987 Down Twisted. And this song I'm about to play called Stay appears in Donnie Darko, the director's cut. So five out of nine songs. Mm. And uh, uh, you think about what he's composed since then. Yeah. Uh, Simpsons. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Midnight Run, Batman Soundtrack, Edward Scissorhands, Batman Returns, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Men in Black, mm. Good Build Hunting, Sleepy Hollow, Planet of the Apes, Spider-Man, Big Fish, Spider-Man 2, Chilling the Chocolate Factory, Corpse Bride, he's Tim Burton's yep. go-to Sweetheart. man for yep. a soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but... but mm? Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, he's all over it. But this song is just classic. Spotify threw this one at me a little while ago. Mm-hmm. and uh, Thank, my you, wife, Spotify. thank you, Spotify. Thank you, Spotify. Uh, uh, major sponsors, sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> and long, long-term listener, uh, and my wife and I just dance because it's just such a classic song. Right. So it's stay. Here we go. Stay by Ongo right. Boingo. Get your fingers out, people. Just picture Brett and his wife dancing. Oh, I. yeah, I can see that. I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. This is not the first time 
awesome song. Classic. Now, funny enough, that, that piano that, is brutal. Yeah, yeah, that that song uh, uh, wasn't a hit anywhere else but in Australia, and I think might maybe oh. Brazil. But that's the song <laughs> I know from Oingo Boingo. Common connection. Yeah, <laughs> Southern Hemisphere. Hey, 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 hey. solidarity, brother. <laughs> Peace out. So yeah, it's just such a great, and, and it's a quirky little, uh, you know, synthesizer song, mm. and he's got such a distinct voice. Uh, who would have known that he would have? Just oh, one, of the, one of the great oh, composers, yeah, uh, film soundtrack, soundtrack composers. Yeah, 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 yeah what yeah. an absolutely brilliant, brilliant. guy. Yeah, and story, again, a unique yeah. style. Like you look at those yeah. Batman soundtracks, and they, like he's got a. You can almost pick a Danny Elfman. Yeah. Soundtrack, you know, brilliant. It seemed like the American XTC. I remember a while ago mm, you yeah. And yeah, yeah. you got me to and that album really stuck in my head. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, it's 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 in there. And he's, it, there's just something about that kind of. All right, we're straight into something a bit, you know, quirky and mm. interesting. You know, no messing yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, the sort of yeah. thing that's obviously going to work in a soundtrack. So. Yeah, brilliant. But you'd have to kill me to listen to it for a (laughs) (laughs) Very good. All right. Let's move on to the main topic of tonight. What's the main topic? What's the main topic? This one is obviously, you know, a pet of mine. This is is what started this whole podcast in the first place. We used to send around, you know, crazy emails declaring, you know, ridiculous positions on various musical uh, artists and different things. And and I think the one that struck the chord most amongst... (laughs) the lords was when i used to insist that the beatles were underrated mm. yes those beatles the ones <laughs> who have received well the beatles yes oh, the beatles no, no one knows oh. about them the ones that have i've researched the wrong bind <laughs> <laughs> the ones that have received countless awards and uh you know accolades over the years um my position is that they, still not enough they still are, not enough for clean there's not enough love that despite the love that they seemingly get, people just don't understand how much better they were <laughs> than their contemporaries and of any band since. And so tonight, just with, you know, I'm going to, you know, I, I wrote down a few little notes here just to, to help me try to try to persuade the other lords yeah. as to why the Beatles are underrated, right? So let, let me just paint a picture. Lord, yes, paint a, paint a picture. Yeah, Lord Ben has a... Uh, 180-page document. Holding uh, in my hand. Yeah, it is. In a, well, it's, it's on a kind of typing, return, actually. Typing furiously for the last month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next to a filing cabinet full of uh, research notes. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's all cross-referenced, and there's a huge billboard behind with string all over it <laughs> and, um, and various dates. And, uh, so and I'm just and wheeling out the whiteboard now That's right. yeah. <laughs> to start the lecture. So That's right. Part it. one. Of, uh, that's right. <laughs> I'd just like to remind the listener as well that uh, so a, a lot of uh, the initial episodes featured. That's right. Our, uh, our little uh, our inevitable march towards. That's right. The Beatles. Uh, the Beatles World being Cup, the best band basically. ever. Yep. Um, and still our most popular episodes. How <laughs> do <laughs> I say? That Ringo, um, Ringo must have listened to it much. much that's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> he, right. He has it on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, despite. You know the mountains of commercial success and, and like I say, the accolades and everything like that. I just I don't think that the average punter on the street understands just how much better they were than than any band then or since. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. so confident, folks. Wow! So confident. I feel a money wow. back guarantee coming. Up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that I will. I'm going to take just 24 months of their career Ooh. to pit just 24 months against uh-huh. any other band in history. 
mm-hmm. to show just how much better they were. Can is I just it? say that's just such like a dad thing to say. <laughs> not two years. Your <laughs> baby not, yeah, is yeah, not two years, years old. Yeah, it's 24, 24 months, months old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I won't just, be the first 24 months. Just 24 <laughs> short months. Now, to put that in perspective, right, think about you, think about your favourite band right now. Yep. Like a modern band, not like, you know, the Black Crows or yeah. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> think about a modern band right now and sure. think about what they might achieve in 24 months. Yep, the, How many the, albums might they release? They'd get the snare drum right. How much touring yeah. might they do? You know, do they, are they shooting a film? Do they, you mm-hmm. know, think mm-hmm. of the things they might get accomplished in, in a 20... 20- Quantity over quality here. Uh, <laughs> well, we're t- I think we're going to be talking about both. Okay. Okay. So, and this is where I think it's going to get pretty obvious. So, well, I know the four were pretty prolific. So. Uh-huh. Before I get into crack out an album every twenty minutes, I think, I think before we get into some of the hard facts, the cold hard facts here, mm-hmm. let's just kick off with let's kick off with a song from the period I've chosen. And what is that period? What's the period? Yeah, the period is between December. Um, 1965 right. mm-hmm. and December 1967. Okay? okay. Just two years. 24 short months. Yep. Okay? So here's a song. Like this is a screenplay waiting to happen. <laughs> <Sorry. Yeah. laughs> so I've, I've chosen some, I've, I've gone with some songs here that aren't massive hits from that period just to sort of, you know, mix it up to show you some. You don't even of, have to be successful. That's right. To show you some of the lesser songs that you wouldn't, which would be hits for other bands, but which, you know, sure. for the Beatles, these are like B-sides and, and also rands, all right? So okay. here's a song called Your Mother Should Know, which I love. Well, you love them. Mm-hmm. Curled with bass. <laughs> All right. Now, of course, we're contractually obliged to play a Paul McCartney song whenever we talk about. Uh, That's right. That's right. Exactly. The Beatles. So, so uh, let's let's kick off with some of the singles. Right. So I know I've mentioned this on previous episodes and different things. The Beatles had a had basically a um, policy, certainly in the early years, where they wouldn't they would release singles, but they wouldn't have them on the albums. They felt they were ripping off mm-hmm. the customers by putting the singles they'd release on the album as well. All right. So put that in context of your yep. current bands, where yep. <laughs> it's the single that sells the album, or they're just trying to get more money off them. That's hey. right. So uh, let's think, think about the, f- the singles front, right? So the, the Beatles officially in that period released seven singles. Okay, six went to number one. One went to number two. Losers. <laughs> <laughs> and they included some, you know, obscure curios such as "We Can Work It Out," "Day Tripper," "Nowhere Man." Paperback Rider, Rain, Yellow Submarine, Eleanor Rigby, Strawberry Fields Forever, Penny Lane, All You Need Is Love, Hello Goodbye, and I Am the Walrus. Wow. All right. So, so hang on. Now, hang so, on. I hear so you- all, those, all those singles don't appear on albums? That's right. Wow. And they all were all put out in so I'm, 24 months. In the, within the 24-month period, right? 
But I hear you screaming, those counting at home. But wait, there's more. That's more than seven <laughs> singles, Lord Ben. And you're right, because half those were B-sides. Okay? Let uh-huh. that sink uh-huh. in. Look at his wee face, listener. Right. Look at his wee face. <laughs> Let that sink in. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so that's no, it's, just it's the singles. Good, it's that's a, just the singles. It's a good right? point. It's a good just point. Just some singles. Yeah, yeah. All right? So apart from those, right, they released the Magical Mystery Tour EP in that same period, right? And it had songs, apart from you know, a couple of those songs which appeared on the EP, uh, it included other songs like Fool on the Hill, you know, which was also a an, an number one, right? Yeah. And the point was Capitol Records in the US turned that EP, they grabbed some of those singles, bundled them with the EP stuff and made an actual full album out of Magical Mystery Tour, yeah. which went to number one as well. Okay, so that's just singles. All right. Oh, yeah. Let's hear another song. All right. Bring it. So I was making a joke when I said we're contractually obliged to pay Paul McCartney. That's right. So far, it's two for two so far. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So can I ask a question? Yes, of course you can. Um, when did Brian Epstein die? In your time frame? Yes. Yeah, he died uh, after Peppers. So when did he die? He, he died at the end of that 67. Yeah. Wow, yeah. So okay. Right before yeah. India. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yes, right before India. Right. Yep. So... That was singles. Moving on to albums. Albums. What albums did they release? You're keeping score here. Well, albums did they release? Well, 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 I know. Look, most modern bands, they release how many albums a year? Unless you're King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. That's right. I was just starting to think about them. Yeah. (laughs) Does the the frequency even stack up? (laughs) Not quite. It doesn't? (laughs) No. And the quality doesn't quite stack up. Well. Oh, hey, I'm the biggest King Gizzard (laughs) fan, as you know. But, uh, yes, not quite. So albums, let's see. What albums did they release uh, in that period? (laughs) Rubber Soul. Okay. Classic. Released in December 1965, went to number one, and was highly influential over the Beach Boys' Pet Sounds album. That was why they they had to write Pet Sounds. Had... The, its own classic hits off that, Drive My Car, Norwegian Wood, In My Life, Michelle, If I Needed Someone. Um, in August, so what are we talking, like, you know, not even, not even 12, certainly not 12 months later, they released Revolver, okay? Often often touted in various yeah. lists as the greatest album ever made. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Went to number one, um, changed the direction of pop rock completely. Like, yeah. it, it had... So much experimental stuff on that. This is the first time they went to the studio and spent time crafting songs as opposed to thinking about, okay, how can we play these like live, live or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know? 
Um, classics like Taxman, Got to Get You Into My Life, For No One, Here, There and Everywhere, Good Day Sunshine, And Your Bird Can Sing, uh, and, of course, Tomorrow Never Knows, yeah. the final track, which just was, you know, created psychedelia, yeah. you know, in, in, the pop, in pop culture. Yeah. You know, sure, there was bands doing that kind of stuff underground, but Beatles were the first to bring that to, like, a, you know, a popular, popular audience. Yeah, popular, I sort of yeah. stole it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just chucking them a donut. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chucking you say potato. <laughs> <laughs> so let's actually hear uh, Angel Bird can sing off Revolver. Cool. Right now. Is that uh, so? That's a double track guitar, right? Yes. Yeah. There's a there's a great story um, actually about that song. <laughs> I can't remember it is now. I can never remember the artist. It was um, uh, Sean Colvin. Yeah, <laughs> Sean Colvin went but, to but George. So, but someone, someone was trying to find it's a famous. It. Yeah, I think it's um, it's not John Mayer, is it? No, no, it's it's uh, uh, Joe Walsh, maybe from the yeah, Eagles. Yeah, yeah, someone yeah, like yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came to George Harrison one day and he goes, "Oh, I finally worked out how to play that 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 track, you know, with yeah, the two yeah, yeah. where you sounds like you got two. He's going, "Yeah, that was two guitars." It's <laughs> 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 great. Anyway, I think it's Joe Wall. It could be someone else. I don't know, but yeah, sounds like Joe, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like him. And for those keeping screw at home, that was another Paul McCartney song. <laughs> um, so. The other album released, of course, in that period is Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. You know, again, which, which interchangeable fights, with Revolver yeah, is one of the greatest we, albums ever made, et cetera, et cetera. Um, changed the whole music scene, introduced, you know, the whole idea of concept albums. and It was the first one ever released the summer as love. a chocolate album. Did you know that? <laughs> chocolate. An edible Edible album. Yep. Yeah. But also also for uh, uh, artwork, also yeah. for including lyrics. Yeah. For, for bringing the no, lyrics up. No, on not the, for yeah. lyrics. Yes. No, other people have. I'll tell you oh, who yeah. did lyrics Here we go. on records before. Oh, popular artists? The Beatles. Oh, it doesn't matter whether they're popular. Well, oh, look, right. we've established that Sorry. the Beatles Just are Just for the at home, Alan is now bringing out his own He's got a rebuttal. Here he goes. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the popular misconception, first album with printed oh. lyrics, Sgt. Pepper's. Any number of albums, including Lord Melody, Calypso through the Looking Glass. Wow, <laughs> 1961, a huge hit. Mitch Miller and the Gang. Oh, oh Mitch maybe Miller. they were at the time. Mitch, hey, Mitch Miller, Miller Mitch. and the Gang holiday sing along with Mitch. Wow, also 1961. <laughs> Sounds, sure. That's incredible. Bam. <laughs> 
So yeah, when you get together so, with Match, it's so, always a sing along. You know, Beatles getting together at uh, at Christmas. I assume that's what the holiday is, and they just go and say it because even then, you know, they're worried about offending someone. Um, you know, so it's it's it, maybe it's at Christmas time. Who knows? Maybe it's Thanksgiving, Easter. I don't know. Lent, something like that. And they're all sitting around. They go, "Oh, let's pop out holiday sing along with Mitch." Holy shit! There's oh, lyrics. Oh, oh, hold on, this is good lyrics. Put printed on it. That's a good idea, isn't it, Paul? Oh, I don't know, mate. Do you want to do it? <laughs> it's my grandfather. <laughs> so you know, oh, it's just, dear. that's brilliant. So I just had to put you up on that point. I agree with everything sure. else. It's just sure. That. So mm. I'm going to give you mm. a seven out of ten for the fact. Mm. I'm going to give you three out of ten for the accent. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So, so, oh, I don't know. That's generous. I'm trying to channel really. So. Yeah, your idea. <laughs> So obviously, Sergeant Pepper, you know, instant classic, uh, you know, encapsulated that summer love feel. Key so songs. What was, the, what was that? The LPs we had Revolver, Revolver, no, Rubber Pepper, Soul, Rubber Soul, Revolver. Revolver. Oh, sorry, I went out. Sequence, man. Yeah, Rubber Soul, <laughs> Revolver, Sergeant <laughs> Pepper, Sergeant Pepper. Okay, right. But it's got classically, you know, like with a little help from my friends, Lucy in the Sky, Diamonds, Getting Better, Being for the Benefit of Mr. Kite, Within You, Without You, Day in the Life. I mean, one of you know, they're probably their greatest song. Um, so all in all, in that twenty-four month period, right, they released fifty-seven songs, okay, with albums and singles, and I mean that would be three or four greatest hits albums for any other yeah. band. I mean, I'm yeah. the old mathematician. But <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a bit a song every two days. It's a lot of songs. That's a lot of fucking. I songs. can confirm, you know, mathematician. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song every. I don't know, I'm not working it out. It's song every fortnight. So let's think. In that period too, I mean, they, they, stopped, them were quicker. they stopped touring in 66, but they still managed to do 19 uh, shows in, in several countries during that period. Um, they wrote and produced and filmed the Magical Mystery Tour film mm. themselves in that period as well, um, which obviously takes up a fair bit of time. Um, as far as awards, they were nominated for eight Grammys. They won three Grammys, um, five Ivan Avella Awards for songwriting. Um, so, I mean, just an incredible... They only got nominated for five awards for 57 songs. <laughs> you heard it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, again, yeah. I'm a mathematician, but... <laughs> that's, that's right, their strike right there, yeah. Uh, but that's... And this is just 24 months in their career, right? So yeah. this doesn't include... So they picked up after that. Hamburg, <laughs> the Cavern Club, yeah. the Heights of Beatlemania, you know, the Ed Sullivan Show... All the early hit singles, you know, I want to hold your hand, all that yeah. stuff, the movies. Frog chorus. Uh, the invention of <laughs> stadium concerts, yeah. music clips, merchandising events. No, 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 stadium bands. conference. No, 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 Writing your own music. Hang on, you know, hang on, stadium. Doesn't include the White Album, we've Let It Be, Abbey Road. Hang on, hang on. Later experimentation. But stadium rock concert, okay, not Shea Stadium, 1965. Elvis, Olympia Stadium, 1957. 24,000 people. Wow. True, the Beatles had 44,000. That's right. But that was, you know, like Elvis was right there back in the, you know, we can do this, people, we can do this. Hey? Mm-hmm. Okay. So not the first, right. not the Very first right. rock right. anyway, Like I say, Stadium Rock, oh. name Elvis. Come, come, come to me with any band, Elvis included, <laughs> who has had, <laughs> by the end he was many. a band, <laughs> Yes. who has had a, a that two, kind two of scenario, output. Yeah. Even in that two years? Yes. I'm just saying. But then not even including all years. the other stuff. Any two years. Any two years of their career. Well, apart from the fall. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's unfair to use the four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guaranteed, they didn't have quite the commercial success <laughs> or the number of <laughs> Grammys. That's debatable. <laughs> I'm sure you could debate that. Um, yeah. No, I can't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the only thing that comes close to my mind are bands that are known for their prolific output. You know, people mm. like Frank Zappa, people like sure. kids that you've mentioned. But they you don't know, have you know, that. The success that goes with it, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is an astounding output in that amount of time. Mm. And, and, and it puts the quality as well. It's you know, quality. It puts, that output puts modern, that modern bands to shame. Incredible. Who, who? Yeah, they're releasing them every three spend, to four yeah, years, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And, and and as you alluded to at the beginning, they might spend like, you know a month or so trying to get the snare drum yeah. sound right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Some of them will take longer than that. <laughs> yeah, but you look at like you. For me, I just. And I go back through it, and I think, like, to think that you can put out, like, a few of those songs that I mentioned in the singles, like, again, if any, like, a normal band, if they'd released two of those songs, they'd be like, oh, they're they're one of the greatest bands of all time. Like, if any band had just released We Can Work It Out and Day Tripper, mm-hmm. they'd be regarded as one of the great bands mm-hmm. of the 60s. You know what I mean? Like, if- oh, there are bands like that. You know, sure. you've got yeah, sure. Jerry sure. and the Pacemakers. Yes, pretty much one track. That's right. Everyone yeah. knows you Jerry know, and the Pacemakers. They got one yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm. that's what um, I'm saying. Like, but you take four of those songs and you go, "Oh, they're one of the great acts of all time." You know, yeah. yeah. But then you read off, you know, whatever eight songs I read yeah. there, which are all mm. number one. Like it's, it's so just, it's a great, it's a know. great argument put forward. I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm just wondering how do we, how do we react to that? Like that's your contention. Do we have? Um, I just some, you want a rate of reply here? No, no, yeah, look, or, throw, yeah, throw stuff okay. at me. I'm just thinking. No, like, do you? Do, um, I know Alan's, you know, got a, a bit of a backpack. No, that, that, I hate that, to that, think that, what's that, in that it. Was but. From, that was from that was from when we we're doing the Beatles versus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was <laughs> okay. like, hang on, this. Is you're dredging, you're dredging up the past. You're dredging up the past. That's what you're doing. What's really dredging up the past? Dredging, sorry. What's really interesting is Lord Ben potentially glossed over the fact. That magical mystery to a movie was was what many <laughs> consider to be the downfall sure. of where where it was a little misplaced. It, might, it w- would have Some been great music came from it, yeah. But, but a, mis- from a, movie, a misstep, yeah. a misstep sure. in the Beatles' career. Absolutely. Everything they Absolutely. did was successful except for that movie. That's right. Oh, okay. But I but I hmm. put it in there to highlight that that still takes them out of yeah writing music produ- you know for that period where they're actually you know filming the. The thing, like they've managed to f- squeeze that in somehow as well. Yeah. To, you know, Have we looked at the monkeys? Mm. They probably filmed a lot of TV shows <laughs> in over yeah. two Usually years. prolific. That's right. Usually prolific. There was a song every episode. They're all Neil Diamonds, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And um, I didn't see any other Beatles innovating in the way that Nesmith did with his hat. Um, <laughs> that's just that's just me. I mean, I I um I'll I'll write a reply and say that um. I remember the original, you know, argument coming through, mm. and I was triggered. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I was triggered then. I'm triggered now <laughs> because it's just such a massive statement. And the thing about the Beatles is, and this is where you and I have differed over the years, is that for me, they were something to be torn down and forgotten about and stamped on um, <laughs> because they were an establishment, right? Because uh, yeah. sure. every waking person especially in the UK, just held them up mm. as establishment, as mm-hmm. you can't get better than that. My parents yeah. were 60s people. They, it was just like, forget about it. Mm. Music is over. Yep. And <laughs> That's it. Forget about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And along came punk, for instance. Along mm. came dance music. Along came rap. 
just to prove that it was over. Mm. Destiny's yeah. Child. <laughs> whatever, you, whatever you, you know. Um, and all of that meant nothing to the older generation. Nothing. Yeah, right. It was like, forget about it. They had a two-year period when they put it out. Like, you know, it's, it's undeniable. Your said that too. Their output yeah. is undeniable. Their quality sure. is undeniable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But my attitude to that was... Screw it, it's all been done. <laughs> that was your music. I went to go out and find mine. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, at the time, a few years ago, I don't know how many years ago when we started talking about this, that was definitely the way I looked at it. Yeah. But, oh, and here's the but. Here's yeah. the but. You have an ally mm. in Disney Plus because I watched, <laughs> I watched Get Back. Yeah. yeah. I watched all yeah. 27 hours of it. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't take my eyes off it. And it normalised the guys, it normalised these deities into mm. people who could just pick up an instrument and do anything yeah, and mm. were tight as a nuts chuff. Yeah. You know, just yeah. like absolutely, just whatever they wanted to do, just uh, just for fun, mm. knocking out these wee things. And mm. if you've been in bands and stuff, you know what it's like. Nobody can play bloody anything. Mm. And they just anything they turn their hand to just sounded good. And um, just to hear them um, knock out whatever they wanted and the Beatles have become a big thing in my house ever since mm-hmm. so yeah. TV that's, has started yeah. to win that's impressive has yeah. started to win yeah. you know your your argument for you mm. just purely because the sort of the grandeur of them was taken away that documentary did something to just show the normalisation of these guys just brilliant funny yeah. guys mm. yes you know mm. um, and so supportive of one another musically like George just standing back off of the other two guys. Mm. Ringo just totally always providing just the perfect, nice, mm. patient. He's, you know, mm. I've got mm. something here and I'll just, yeah. I'll mm. just touch it underneath. I'm not going to showboat. Yeah. So I, I picked a couple of songs. I don't know if you've, if you want to yeah, yeah, we'll break up my diatribe play. with yeah, a yeah, little no, bit we'll of, one of something that's become a little family anthem at the moment. These things happen in families. Yes. You know? yeah, We're all yeah, whistling yeah. it. We're all like, oh, let's hear that again. And ever yeah. since the documentary, and me and Heidi would sit and watch it, we just dip back in and out of it all the mm. time. It's just, yeah. it's done something to take away the royalty yeah. status yeah, yeah, yeah. of yeah, the yeah, people. Yeah. Sure. You know, because it's broken, you Kev. I wouldn't say that, you know? <laughs> I'm it's still going to start uh, banging on about, you know, Fontaine's DC and fuck's yeah. sake, idols. I mean, I'm still an idiot. But, um, yeah, it has, but I think, it has, I think I have, right. I have softened. Yeah, and I've I think you're right. I think, but I think them. there is a certain generation, which you're certainly part of, where it was... You're the same age as me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for the record, I'm about 20 years younger than... <laughs> no, but seriously, like, there's, there's our generation, I know, our generation, whatever, but... People who you. grew up with that sort of punk and post-punk in that sort of, you know, that was their music when they were young, did very much not want to hear, you know, their parents say the Beatles were the greatest band and all this shit on the radio. Or people they worked with. And every every yeah, yeah, every yeah. magazine they pick up, it's like top 100 albums of blah, 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 of and it's the Beatles yeah, yeah, and yeah, all yeah, this yeah, shit. Yeah. They're like, no, I don't want to hear that. I don't, like, so there was certainly this whole generation of like, push it, not even think, you know, no, 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 I'm not putting up with that crap. We've got our own idols. We've got our own great music, whatever, mm. all this sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, so, th- which is why I'm sort of, this is why I have this position. It's because there is people write the Beatles off as, yeah, okay, they're the, well, okay, whatever. They're the great. Yep. Yeah, sure. They're the greatest, whatever. They don't actually realize just how much better they were. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing. Well, Man. I think this is the perfect moment to play two of us. Yes. And, um, so we're going to hear two of us now. Um, and yeah. Alan's going to jump in and tear his boast to shreds no, just no, after no, that. Just bring some facts into it. Pygmy by Charles Hawtrey and the Deaf Aids. 
phase one in which Doris gets her oats. We're going to play the whole album. I'd love yeah. to, yeah. I think so. <laughs> love but, to play yeah. the whole one, but yeah. I, I'm I'm a little concerned because I'm pretty sure, even though uh, Lord Ben and I had this idea for the podcast, I'm pretty sure that he's just been pushing this agenda, and now that uh, Lord Kev sort of stepped over, yeah, my, my work is done. We're done. Yeah. That's it. And thank you for listening, to Lord. It's a little brutal. It's all done now. We've not we've Mission not got to the end of this tale. Okay, <laughs> that's part A. Ooh, part right. A. Well, part B. Yeah, yeah. Pop beats, but I changed my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. All right. Well, let's consider that uh, proven that the Beatles are underrated. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Alan's going to fight check you. Oh, No, no, all I was going to say was that. um, Hang on. If you. Mate, if you. Bring the facts, mate. If you got a fence and you're on. Then then the world will. World will collide. Hell is frozen over. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm not on the fence. Like, I do agree that. they were remarkable. They're like they were remar- remarkably prolific. They were remarkably talented. Um, you know, they're one of my favourite bands of all time. Uh, no, they really, really, are. yeah, yeah. I love them. I mean, I grew up listening to the Beatles. Shit, okay, I just, you know, on. you just prefer the theme music for Italian funks. <laughs> wasn't our first? Let's go back to the first episode, right? Why, oh, the shite album. Yeah, the shite. No, that's because it's just a shit album. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. How can you... F- oh. Whoa. No, okay, sorry. So keep going. I can, it's I can a see... a fucking masterpiece. No, no, I can see... I can that see is something of a mixed message. Of going yeah, yeah. Go. I can see good things in the album, but the album is, a, on the whole, as we know, is a bit shite. No, it's um, fucking brilliant. <laughs> all I was going to say was that p- perhaps one of the reasons why uh, the Beatles do get underrated is because of the the shoddy album sales. <laughs> <coughs> like when you compare, where you, are you, can, you going? Oh, no, 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 no. You, no, no. You 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 look like. Yeah. Uh, I hate to say it, but Led Zeppelin four <laughs> um, outranks uh, any Beatles album, oh. uh, like according to Wikipedia. So even even like if you allow for the White Album being a double album and being counted twice. <laughs> As if you would. Um, what, where are you getting these stats from? Like based that's on from what? Wikipedia. From, but what? Greatest like, out, greatest a- what, album adjust, sales. Adjusted for audience size, all e- that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. It's it's not for album sales. Uh, it's not for audience size. It's just pure album sales. So yeah. Led Zeppelin four. Just like any album, like you could take Thriller. You could take any modern album. Like of course they're going to sell more. But this isn't uh, a modern one. This is from nineteen. Well, it's ten years later. 
it's not that much of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> you you have really thrown that not not you you are now trying to counter uh, Lord Ben's argument with Led Zeppelin. That's we're finding ourselves in a paradox here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> you know, okay, the, all right. No, sure. no, it's like perhaps I'll, I'll give you. I'll, sure, look, I haven't seen the facts. I'll give you that. Sure, right. I'm sure Led Zeppelin four sold more than than whatever you've. And, judging and, um, and if oh, I, well, that's and, the thing. I had to check because I was like, surely, like, surely, first of all, you'd have either um, either of the two last albums, or you'd have uh, Sergeant Pepper's as the highest selling out of the Beatles one. And I think uh, I think Sergeant Pepper's was up there, and maybe the White Album did slightly better, but only because it's a double album, not because it's better quality. Um, but still, but still <laughs> compared, but, but still mm. compared to yep. Led Zeppelin Four, sure. Like that was amazing. I was just like, well, that. I mean, it is Maybe reflecting it's because they took all the good stuff out of the albums and put them out as singles. Yep. But the albums didn't sell so well. But that's the thing. Like the albums are really strong as well. So it's but it's puzzling. Got, like all I can think is it's it American. You got to remember with Led Zeppelin Four, you had that single killer track that was like just. Everyone had to have Stairway to Heaven on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why it, you know. But and they, many and they, people. And they didn't release singles, so yeah. But but there would have been killer, I mean, there are killer album tracks that the Beatles have on any of their albums that, mm. uh, that you know, would have inspired an equal number of people, surely, yeah. to, I think to get it. So. When you look at the general sales, though, album combined sales, the thing that the Beatles had working against them was people were still buying their previous albums in in large volumes when mm. new albums would come out. So there was almost like a split in the market of... So even then they couldn't make up the sales. I'm saying if but you look at total sales, look at Beatles' total album sales yes. and look at Led Zeppelin's total album sales. Well, the Beatles like I'm, sure there was the, I'm sure there's the odd album, of course. Like I say, Thriller mm. and these yeah, yeah, these yeah. sort of peak albums that just mm. burst... You know, Dark Side of the Moon is yeah, yeah. still one of the highest selling. Yeah. You know, like there's those particular albums which are peak, but then you mm. look at the overall sales for the artist over the yeah, career. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the know. thing. I mean, uh, collectively, they would do very well, but it's mm. maybe it's a case of it's just like someone goes, oh, well, you know, Beatles, Beatles, Beatles. And again, this is American stats. So maybe it's, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. for whatever reason. And the capital albums were shit. Yeah, for, for whatever reason, the hard rock of Led Zeppelin four resonated more with that audience at that particular time than any of the Beatles albums did individually so maybe when you go oh you know the beatles have got great albums or whatever they go well you know yeah, yeah. what are some of the top ones and they go yeah it's nothing you know it's it's no whatever the top ones are like it's a, it's no thriller it's no so you so you say sergeant eagles peppers greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> so you say sergeant peppers yeah is not one of those like defining well, like when people think, think what are think? the greatest out you know well that, that's the thing I, i'm like i i uh, i am puzzled uh, that it didn't, that album didn't sell as well as other albums on that list. So yeah, all I can think is that you know it didn't resonate as strongly in the US, and maybe a lot of the flack about, well, not flack, but maybe the Beatles being underrated mm. is is coming more from an American market where it's just like, oh well, you know, mm. we don't need your trashy. Uh, English bands, you know, yeah. we have this band and that band and that band and that. Band. Have you heard of Michael Jackson? You know, how can you yeah. say that Thriller is is worse than Sergeant Pepper's? Hmm. And yeah, I think man, what Ben was saying in the previous bit was probably along the lines of they're underrated because you know at the time they just hadn't been appreciated enough, and then there's a backlash. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's not really 
so well, much the album thing, sales. Like critically, you can't really get it at the time, and mm. then yeah, you're yeah, kind of bored yeah. of it. You can yeah. then it does become your dad's stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you that's know? Uh, that's. I mean, thing I think album like sales as well. A lot of factors, mm. you know. Oh, that, yeah. that, that, that go into that but um, yeah it's pretty hard to argue you know one band against the other when, yeah. when you're looking at the that, that period that Ben's talking about yeah, for yeah. sure no it's, 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 it's just curious because it is I don't know if like I the only bit that I struggled with when you first brought up that argument about them being underrated was just mm. like well surely not because uh, you know, doesn't everyone acknowledge that yeah, yeah. they had so many great songs? You, you had to quantify it. Yeah. We were like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we, we, we can right. talk about it all day, but let's get to the numbers. The thing, <laughs> the thing is always that... Like, who's underrating them? Well, I, I I say that from a point of view that people just don't realise. Yes, they. I, th- I don't think you'd your average punter in the street, of course, they go, oh, yeah, the Beatles, yeah, oh, oh they were the greatest band of all time, whatever. Yeah, sure, I've heard that, you know. But I just don't think they appreciate how much better they were hmm. than every, every other band at the time and every other band that's been since. Well, See, I think in, it's in what they achieved in their... It's your in particular their, musical journey you know? that's led you to that conclusion, right? Because well, you're I'm, like I'm a child about, out of time. I'm talking about So you've gone popular, deep as a music fan into music. it yeah. in yeah. the way that most people, and don't take this as a dig, but mm. most people are listening to what's popular and culture and you. Mm. And so... Mm. They want to get Duran Duran on and dance around yeah. the front room, right, Alan? Sure. And yeah, you know, absolutely. it's not about. But I'm a music fan. I love all backwards. music from all kinds of eras, as you've, but, as you've but seen every, on the but book. Not everyone is. No, so. no, no. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess what I'm saying is, I've you looked would, for you bands, would have to go retroactive. You know, yeah. You know, and and see beyond what was. You could go and see live right now and experience right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, to go real deep on that and to find that, and I've I've met other Beatles fans not unlike yourself and you just go in there and like a, a guy I used to knock about this called Christian he had hundreds of Oasis records everywhere right mm. and you went past the two or three well he had everything you know the EPs the singles blah 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 and then it was just Beatles right <laughs> yeah. it was everything you know it was, yeah. it was like your collection it was just mm. like at the end of the day that was what he had found and he'd gone deep on it and you know you can become an obsessive and when you do that sure. you find out there's such a rich seam yep right I yeah. am um, I think you just choose your path. Do you know what I mean? You find yeah. you find what appeals to you. And I think what I'm trying to expose that you. for people that, yeah, like I know people have this blase. Who's the greatest band of all time? Oh, the Beatles. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But R- rather I'm tra- understanding. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to show you that. <laughs> I'm trying to show you why they were. So you're just you're you know just I mean? on the edge of crazy. You know what I mean? It's just like it's like I hear That's you. A, yeah. You're saying you're a Beatles fan, but I don't think you know yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. saying. That's exactly right. Yeah. Look, look, I'm I'm just a little disappointed in you, Lord Al. Why is that? Right? I think you're very divisive. I think you've seen an opportunity to drive a wedge in the Lords of Loud. I think Lord Kev tonight has reached across the Lord Bend. That's it. Okay. Yeah. And, and he's, he's reached and, out and, the, the olive branch. I was, forced, yeah. I was forced by the power of TV. There my, you go. My, my oldest friend. But so if, I didn't really go, have a choice. And I'm crapping on the White Dove. If we go That's back, to, if we go back to the White Album, and yeah. and, and uh, Lord Kevin wanted to punch. Um, Obadi Obadar in the face. In the face, yep. Right. Still do. 98 Still do. episodes it's later. On the record, Kev. 98 episodes later, he's reached across the Lord Ben and said, mm. I'm, I, I, I'm on board. I'm on, I'm on board. board. I'm on the Beatles train. Oh, I don't think I, he said I, that I, he joined, I'm joined the Magical the Mystery key Tour. Word here, and let's remember, you know, let's just please someone think of the English language. He's, the fifth, he's about, the fifth Beatle. We're talking about whether they're underrated or not, right? That's right. Now, yeah. that 
as part B. Oh, okay. All right. 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 Well, we better wrap it up there. I think we've, I think, yeah, quietly, I think I've proven that they're the greatest (laughs) fan. But stay tuned next week when I prove that Paul McCartney is also extremely underrated. The best Beatle. Um, That's right. So we uh, don't have team for polythene palm. (laughs) I I tell you what, we'll play out with polythene palm, but first we'll say get onto socials, tell us uh, some of your favourite Beatles tracks, or tell us. Please, if you can find who's a band, right? let us know who's If right. you can find a band that you think is equal to the Beatles, please, we'd love to hear about it because I've looked far and wide and haven't been able to find anyone yet. I think what we need to do is find someone who rates the Beatles correctly. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Because <laughs> this seems um, to be the point that we stick on. But most important of all, join us next time on the Lords of Loud. <laughs> <laughs>